Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. Let's start with uh, those results from the French primary election and what it means for the markets. Yes, Sakina, I mean, I think the first thing we're taking away from this is that the market is breathing a collective sigh of relief. Uh, You know, we're seeing it in Asian trade this morning. We see the euro probably about 2% firmer against the dollar to touch a five-month high. Um, And the euro has actually been coming under some significant pressure in the days leading up to the election as we saw um, a lot of campaigning coming to the election, as we saw the terrorist attacks last week Thursday, um, and as we saw expectations of a possible Marie Le Pen uh, uh, you know, victory or, or advantage heading into the second round of the of, of the presidential election, and uh, you know, I think uh, the markets had started pricing in this as a reality. Um, you know, obviously being caught on the wrong side of two major votes last year, both the Brexit vote um, and the U.S. presidential election vote, where those votes went definitively right. Um, and markets started pricing in uh, the French, the French, the Dutch, and the German elections going the same way. Um, you know, so I think uh, in somewhat of a, of, of a twist of tails, you know, what was the expected result uh, probably about a year ago where a centrist candidate would win? Um, we're seeing that uh, that's actually a surprise result today, and the markets, uh, you know, reacting quite favorably to the news. Uh, we, and we're seeing uh, the rand is strengthening by about 11 cents against the dollar, or about 80 basis points. We're seeing uh, the euro strengthening, as I mentioned, and we're seeing uh, quite a risk on environment. So, you know, we'd expect that uh, the JSC would probably open a little bit firmer, although we may see resources coming under a bit of pressure given uh, the strength of the RAND. But I think uh, collectively we can summarize it as a collective sigh of relief, uh, Sakina. It was actually quite a wide margin by which uh, Emmanuel Macron uh, had, had emerged ahead of uh, Marine Le Pen uh, by about so 23.9% of the vote going to Macron and about 21.7% uh, of the uh, votes going to uh, Marie Le Pen. So the market started to price in quite a substantial victory uh, for Macron at the final presidential election um, in two weeks' time when they come up against each other head-to-head. And we know that Francois Fillon has now um, openly endorsed uh, Emmanuel Macron, so you know we, we, we suspect that uh, that might uh, provide him with an extra leg up. So, Sakina, I think the market are going to start to price in a Macron victory, uh, but we're not going to count our, our chickens or our chickens before, before they hatch, um, and, and, and we're going to have to wait and see what comes of that, that, that result in two weeks' time. And then take us through uh, where the opportunity is now offered in South African equities, Nadir. Yeah, it's quite an interesting one, Sakina, because, uh, you know, ever since uh, we, we've seen the firing of, uh, of, of uh, former finance minister Praveen Gordon, and, uh, you know, we've seen the market reaction to that, we've seen a lot of the redhead stocks rallying quite aggressively. Um, you know, they've pulled back a little bit more recently because of the strength of the RAND, um, and, and, and the RAND re- retracing, uh, you know, now pretty much to almost under, 12, under 13 rand to the dollar, you know, so uh, we've retraced a lot of the initial losses, but uh, in, uh, broadly speaking, we've seen a lot of the large cap stocks um, on, the, on, on the JSU react quite positively to the news. We're seeing, um, you know, large caps substantially outperforming the mid-cap index or uh, the smaller size businesses on the JSE. And, uh, you know, I think that's ob- that obviously creates a bit of an opportunity because, you know, a lot of the commentary you hear about equity markets being expensive and, uh, you know, um, the earnings growth really sparse to come by in an environment where equities are expensive. A lot of that applies to the large cap and the mega cap stocks on the JSE. 
So if you think about the large Rand Hedge industrial stocks, the likes of your Richmonds, Naspers, British American Tobaccos, um, and other Bush InBevs, you know, that, that's really where the expensive part of the market is, and it's just gotten more expensive into all this political noise over the last uh, three weeks or so. So, uh, you know, whereas the mid-cap index, we see a substantial amount of those companies' earnings coming from outside of South Africa, so that's the first point, meaning that, uh, you know, the panic reaction we've seen with a lot of selling in that mid-cap index has probably been driven by fear that uh, because they're smaller businesses, the majority of their sales or their revenues probably generated within South Africa, and the South African economy is now, um, you know, poised to face some uh, further headwinds after the, after the changing of, of guard and the ratings downgrades. Um, but, you know, a lot of these businesses, when actually analyzing their, their, their revenues and when actually digging deeper, they generate a substantial amount of their earnings outside of South Africa, and they are, they're operating in highly attractive markets with fairly, uh, with fairly good um, earnings prospects penciled in for these stocks. So the fact that they've come under some pressure after, um, you know, the changing of the guard means that we actually are getting these stocks at more attractive entry points and more attractive forward earnings multiples. And if we look at it relative to the large cap Sakina, we're probably seeing the mid caps trading at about a 30-35% discount to the large caps, and we're seeing their dividend yields uh, probably about a, a full percent or just under a full percent higher um, than the large cap stocks, which is trading on a dividend yield of uh, just under 3%, whereas the uh, mid cap stocks tra- trading on a dividend yield of just under 4%. So uh, more attractively priced than the large caps, more attractive earnings growth prospects than the large caps. Um, and I think a lot of the volatile foreign flows which have flowed out of the equity markets, um, apart from the retail and banking sector, which has obviously been the hardest hit, has come from some of the uh, mid-cap industrial stocks as well, um, you know, and some of the Rand Hedge uh, the retailers as well. So I think that's really where the opportunity is offered at the moment, Sakina. And just a final one, uh, why the Rand was proved to be more resilient this time when compared to Nenegate? What's happening there? Yeah, Sakina, I think the global backdrop is significantly more different than it was during Nenegate, you know, and I think uh, the fact that there's such an insatiable appetite for yield from global investors uh, means that, uh, you know, there's been a very strong appetite for emerging market assets, and we don't see this as uh, just a phenomenon in South Africa. We've seen uh, other emerging markets rally quite aggressively, you know, if one looks at Russia, Turkey, Brazil, uh, Indonesia, pretty much across the board, uh, their currencies have actually strengthened substantially over the last uh, over the last month or so, and uh, you know we see that pattern coming through to South Africa as well. You know, I mean, uh, if we see before uh, Finance Minister Praveen Gordon was recalled from his roadshow, our bond yields are trading at about 8.3 percent on the 10-year, and you know today they're trading at just under 8.70. So the impact seems to be less drastic than uh, during Nenegate because foreigners have been uh, you know big buyers of our bonds given the yield spread over equivalent uh, U.S. Treasuries, and given the fact as well, Sakina, and this is an important point, that uh, inflation in a lot of the developed market is starting to pick up, whereas inflation in uh, you know, emerging markets, uh, and particularly in South Africa, continues to fall. So we saw our 
inflation data coming out last week, and it surprised all analysts on the downside uh, with inflation coming in at 6.1%, almost moderating towards the 3 to 6% Reserve Bank target ban. Now, while we're probably not going to get interest rate cuts this year because of the political volatility and the volatility in the RAND, uh, you know, foreigners are saying, well, inflation in South Africa is moderating. Their yields are probably trading at about a, a, a 7, 7.5% spread relative to equivalent uh, developed market bonds, uh, you know, in composites. So, you know, we're going to continue to be buyers of these assets. And, uh, you know, the fact that they, they're, they're, they're one of their foreign or two of their foreign credit ratings are sub-investment grade, you know, we'll continue to buy their local debt, which is still investment grade, and that's the majority of their funding cost in any event. Now, that's not to say that the ratings of the, the impact of the downgrade is not going to be negative. Um, you know, quite clearly the economy is going to face a difficult time, and Minister Malusi Gigaba has the eyes of the world on him in terms of not making any policy missteps. But, you know, I think there's just been support from the RAND because of the prevailing global backdrop rather than what's specifically happening in South Africa, whereas during Nenegate, uh, the prevailing backdrop was the Federal Reserve is going to increase interest rates. There was already risk of sentiment, and it was further compounded by political instability in South Africa. So that's pretty much what's going on there, Sakina.